is Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. We've got a special guest in the studio. Is that not the perfect Azim? Huh? That is that is absolutely gorgeous. I love that song. <laughs> um, Azim is from now. How do you say the the company? Elias, honey. Elias. I keep wanting to say Elias or something. So Elias. <laughs> yeah. It's always good to double check. Elias, honey, which everyone knows. Been around since I was before I was born. Yeah, right? so it's been around since the 1970s, officially. Yeah. Um, started off in Prince George. Bag over there full of different varieties of honeys. I don't even know what's in the bag. <laughs> is there is there a new murder there... hornet flavor? <laughs> there, there, there isn't yet. I don't think the murder hornets have gotten to that level of okay. sophistication, to be honest. Right. But, uh, so what do you got in that bag? Let's, let's see what we got in there. <laughs> All right, uh, so I have here... Blueberry blossom honey. Whoa, this looks fancy. It is fancy. Blueberry blossom. This looks like yeah. the expensive oh. stuff, Jordan. <laughs> all right, here this we go. Top shelf. <laughs> top shelf. Before all of the honeys used to come in the same packaging, and we wanted to separate the gourmet varietals from the you know the regular everyday stuff. Yeah. So this is sourced in BC. It's from Chilliwack. We don't infuse it with any blueberry flavor or jam or anything. It's literally the honey that comes from the blueberry blossoms. And what I'd love to do is an on air tasting where you can actually taste the difference and tell me what you think about what the differences are. So the bees fly up to the actual blueberry bush, yep. whatever that's called, and yep. they take the, the pollen from the blueberry. Yep. And you can taste you can actually taste the blueberry? Uh, so it doesn't have a blueberry taste, but it just has a different flavor profile. And I have raspberry here as well. Oh. And so this raspberry one... Interesting. I've never known. I didn't know there were so many different types of honey, man. Oh, I'll be yeah. honest with you. Can I open this? Oh, absolutely. So, so oh, I have a for question you. for you. So a lot of people think honey is just the breakfast thing. At least I do. Oh, Maybe yeah. not everybody. But but is it like a pairing thing? You can have it with the wine, with the cheeses, with the... Well, that smells good. Meats, that sort of thing. Oh, is wow. that... Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So Now you're handing me some chopsticks. I'm handing you some chopsticks. So I was, I was going to grab toothpicks, but I didn't think you'd get enough honey on a toothpick. So I grabbed chopstick instead. So what I do is, you know, break the chopstick. Use oh, the back of it because it's a little a nice, bit bigger. And you've got a, uh, a shovel for Jordan. That's there nice. Go. That's nice. <laughs> I got the classy chopstick. Jordan got the shovel. So here, start, oh. off, with the, start off with the regular one and okay. then... Okay, we'll start with the regular honey and then move into the fancy. We're doing a honey tasting, buddy. We're doing a oh. honey tasting. Did you, when you woke up this morning, did you think you'd be doing a I, I honey did tasting? Not. I did not. Well, you're really going in there. I really took I way too much. Okay, <laughs> what well, are you doing? I'm... Okay. Help. He said toothpicks, and then you just... <laughs> but, mm, that's good. That's, that's the honey that I know and love. <laughs> just... Okay, so like... That one is a nice, like, light flavor. <laughs> I take a dip, Jordan. He took so much. Mm. That was good. That's... Azim, Azim, listen. We're a couple of old 40-year-old dads. This is the highlight of our week. Wow. Okay, now this is the blueberry one. This is the blueberry one. Now I'm going to, I've never, I've never, well, I stuck the wrong end of the stick. Oh, he's doing it again. No, 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 that's the right end of the stick. Okay. It's bigger, it right? More. You get yeah. a little bit more, yeah. So okay. what would you pair this with? The blueberry honey? Yeah. Um, so that goes well with like a soft cheese. Um, if you have something spicy, it kind of complements that spice, takes Ooh. it away a little bit. Ooh, good. Honest to God. That's amazing. <laughs> There's that a is... You can taste the difference, right? Oh my God. So yeah. that is top shelf. You can yeah. have this with wine, right? Oh, just... oh yeah, totally. Like throw, throw some of that on a charcuterie Dude, board. Have yeah, that's that. what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Mm. Try this one and let me know. Here, grab some more. And now he's putting his hands in it like he's winning the poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to use my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! We will never forget this. Jordan and I will never. We will be old men someday, sitting hopefully in Thailand on a beach, drunk. Thing. <laughs> Remember when we did honey testing, <laughs> honey tasting? I mean, all right. This is the raspberry one. This is raspberry. Yeah. Mmm. I like that one better than the blueberry one. Either. Oh yeah. Oh my but God. Why? Explain why. I don't even know, Jordan. I just don't. I don't have the words. <laughs> That's good though. Well, Azim, you've just earned your spot to be a weekly guest <laughs> on the show. 
Next, we bring like a charcuterie board expert, and you come in with your your honey. And- I'd love to. Oh, yeah, crazy. you're gonna oh be buzzing God. after this. Oh I was gonna God. say. I was gonna <laughs> say. Azim, great to meet you, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. This has been awesome. Thanks a lot for uh, for having me on the show. It's super exciting. Super exciting to meet you, Kit. Been a fan for you know I can't even count how many years. So great to meet you, man. Thank you so much. There we go. Is the Kid Carson Show on Zed? Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. I'm gonna bite your style, buddy. I hope you don't mind. I hope you take it as a compliment. But bite I'm gonna my style. It's totally, a new thing. I've never heard that before. Totally steal something you do. Oh, which is now I uh, I like to put on um, walking tours on YouTube. I just have them on in the background. You've been telling me about this for like months. Yeah, and I finally started doing it here at the studio. Well, you came to my place on the weekend. And you saw, you saw how, how cool it is. You can put music in the background and just mute the channel. And yeah. you're walking through Amsterdam or Paris for like three hours. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. So people walk around with their little GoPros and they literally just hold it in front of them and walk down through cobblestone streets, around, you know, the beaches, like wherever they are. Whatever. Sinery, right, uh, Greece, Santorini, I guess. Any country. Any you country. Can it's awesome. So I did that. Actually, it's funny you said uh, Greece because I did put that one on yesterday in the studio here. We have like a big screen TV. So I just put on Walking Tour Greece, found it on YouTube. It's like 4K and it just plays in the background. And like every once in a while, I just glance up and I see. It makes you feel good, doesn't it? Makes me feel so good because yeah. we can't travel right now. And like we're so desperate for a vacation, like mm-hmm. a real somewhere hot. So, so just to be able to, it does something to your mind yeah. to see. Plus, I mean, even to plan where you want to go on your next trip when things open up. Yeah, because there's so many countries, if you've subscribed to these pages, there's a bunch of walking tour pages. Some of these countries I've never, I mean, I've heard of the countries, but the cities, a lot of them are beach cities in Italy, for example. Right. And I can't even pronounce the names, but they just look so cool. And the little side streets and the beaches. Oh my God. Where these, these cliffs and these homes. I know. I had no idea. So I'm totally stealing that from you. Well, I have a new thing that I do. I found this guy's page that literally gets footage from over 100 years ago, 100 years ago, 80 years ago, and he's upscaled it. So he's puts it to 4K and he color puts color in the 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 footage and when you see it, you literally feel like you're time traveling. Here I'll show you what I mean. Come here. Okay, I got to come around that side. So this one says views of Tokyo, Japan. So this is Japan 100 19, years ago, 1913. This way. And you put this on in your TV and it's like So imagine this originally would be black and white. Right. Wow. Now, now let it settle in. And he's got Victorian England. It's funny, like when you when you you only ever see old old footage in grainy black and white. So that makes you think about a certain way, like how things were back in the day. But when you see it in color, you go, like it makes you relate to those people a little more. But like it's so raw and real, exactly. And it's funny. There's he's got another one, Victorian England, which I'm obsessed with. Victorian England. I'm like, no way. But he does the same thing, and it, it goes on for like this one goes on for. A while. It looks like it was filmed yesterday. Right. And the Victorian England one. So just think of like Whitechapel, England, you know, Gaslight era. Yeah. And there's these uh, English bobbies. And it, it, my brain automatically thinks this is fake because that's not what they really I just see pictures and little photos, but these guys are walking and it's color corrected. And the kids a little, you know, like Oliver Twist kids are like wow. dressed like they are. Yeah. It blows your mind. So I put this on in the background now. It makes me, you know, when you go to like some kind of fancy lounge or a bar and they have just something funky playing on a projector on the wall, you know, it's a club or something and like the DJ is going and you like just an kinda... old Kung Fu seventies. Yeah. Martial arts I love movie. it when bars do that. We went to one years ago called Fez Boutique in Toronto. Right. Years ago. And they used to do that. Yeah. And it was a lounge 
like great like like a visa type lounge music and they would put things like this like you're saying or like an anime cartoon and you would just it's just something you could just look and not have to hear just see i just picture being a fortune sound club or something just on the wall like that that's cool man yeah, that's so awesome that's my new thing so it and literally it's it's like people are saying because this is it came out in an art i found it in an article and it's like you're time traveling yeah jordan on those trends <laughs> Jordan on those YouTube trends. Well, if you'd like to be like Jordan McCloskey and watch old school footage on our television, please go to his Instagram. Will you put a link on your Instagram? Extracts or read all about it. John Jordan <laughs> underscore McCloskey. I, 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 I don't know if I can do the swipe up thing because I don't have as many followers as, as you. In your bio, can you put uh, a yeah, link on your bio? I could do that. Okay. What's your Instagram handle? Jordan, two little underscores. Then McCloskey. This is the Kid Carson Show. Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. So my girlfriend just got me these cutesy little salt and pepper shakers. It's- There's a little funny thing going viral right now. Hilarious. You found this. He's either this guy is either really overthinking this gift, or he's unlocked one of the biggest mysteries ever. <laughs> so my girlfriend just got me these cutesy little salt and pepper shakers that say, "You're the salt to my pepper." And I was getting ready to put the salt in them uh, because, you know, that's what you use them for. But then I realized that I don't know which one to put the salt in. Because this one says you're the salt. And if, they're, if these two shakers are talking to each other, which is kind of the vibe I get from this whole thing. This one is saying you're the salt. And then this one goes to my pepper. So, because, so this one's saying that it's not the salt. And this one's saying that it is the pepper. So are they both pepper? Because <laughs> I don't know if this makes any sense to anybody else, but like, is this one supposed to be a mixture of salt and pepper? Because this one's saying it has salt in it. Or is it just, it says the word salt on it, so I put salt in it. This says pepper on it. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, man, quarantine's got some people uh, shook, man. But it's true. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's one of those things you just go, oh, yeah, he's got a point. That's funny. That reminds me of another uh, thing I used to say to people. Um, so you want to do bet with someone? Yeah. And you know people toss a coin? I mean, you need a quarter. So here, uh, here is, uh, so when you want to do a bet with someone, here's okay. what you do. You say, okay, heads I win, tails you lose, okay? Wait, Wait heads I win, hold, hold tails on. you lose. Flip, flip you, it, you're trying it. to be fast with it. Flick it. He- heads. Let's <laughs> screw it now. <laughs> tails. And then he goes, tails, oh, tails you lose. Now if you say heads, I go, oh, heads I win. Sneaky. <laughs> I'm a sneaky little guy. guy. I've got so many people with that. People don't even think. I go, heads I win, tails you lose. They go, yep, okay, boom. And who even does that anymore? So you know people that you... We should really bring the the old coin toss back. Yeah. Ready? You ready? You ready? This is the Kid Carson Show. Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. I'm such a huge fan. I really am. (laughs) I'm such a huge fan. Stop it. I have followed you on Instagram for so long, at least a, at least a couple of years, I think. It's, it's and, been, it has been around for a couple of years. And now you've years. got like 100,000 followers, I think, just I on Instagram alone. I'm it's not wild. counting, though. I'm not counting. Well, I, I am. <laughs> I am. I have like 570, and I'm counting. Aaron is in studio. Raw Beauty Talks. Yeah. Okay, you've got such a huge fan base, uh, mostly women. Mostly women. Yes, How you said guys? that you followed it, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you and the one other man. I'm not the demographic. My husband. Why am I, why am I drawn to watching your content? Is well, it because, you have a wife. I have a wife. I have a stepdaughter who's 15. Yeah. I guess I just so appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. There Thank seems you. to be this, people in general, but especially women, are, have been under attack for so long with, with brainwashing, where 
the smaller you feel, the more you feel like you lack, then they just squeeze money out of that situation. Like now you've got to buy this to fill the gap and fill the hole. Yeah. The beauty industry is a billion dollar industry. And anybody who knows a woman who has a mom, pretty sure everyone has a mom, um, who's been in a relationship has probably met a woman who has experienced body image, shame, um, negative body image, uh, disjointed relationship with food. I mean, it's so prevalent in today's society. And as you said, so much of this is because of the beauty industry and what we're sold that we need to be as women in order to be valuable. Right. And now there seems to be a a group of women that are kind of rising up and taking charge and saying, you know, like enough is enough. Like we see through the facade and you're one of them and you, you have a, I know you have a podcast and you interview some amazing people and there's just a couple of women I follow and, and you're one of them that I go, wow, this is like, it gives me hope for my 15 year old stepdaughter who's at that age where, yeah, she's totally under attack. Like I could see it where the second she got an Instagram, which is about a year ago, like a week later, she wants to go to Sephora. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm like, wow, I, I watched it happen where she didn't care before. Yeah. And now suddenly it's like, I know like social that. media, social media wasn't even around when I was 16, which is when my whole relationship with my body um, started to shift and change. And I went from being this like beanpole. I'm still a bit of a beanpole, to be honest, but I went from being a beanpole to having big boobs and hips. And I was like, whose body is this? And at the time in the nineties, the, the model that was the it model was this like waif thin woman. And so what we learn in media as women is that these models and whatever body type they have are the solution or the answer and where we find love, success, fame, money, the men, all the things that as human beings at some level we crave. And so very, very early on, we're told as women that our appearance and our body and the size of our body are the most valuable thing about us. And that in order to look like that, we need to buy the clothes, lose the weight, um, have the specific hairstyle, shop at this certain place. And so, you know, I, I can't even imagine being a young woman now growing up with social media and the barrage of images that they're faced with that are filtered, edited. Um, and I mean, it's it's a hard time to grow up. Sometimes I'll be at like a coffee shop or something and I'll just notice someone sitting at like a, a girl on her phone doing something and not that I'm like prying or being creepy or weird, but I'll like walk by and notice that she's the whole time been doing Facetune. Yeah. Like yeah. literally with her fingers pinching in and out and changing her cheekbones and face. I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, yeah. it's a thing. It's, it is a thing. There's a girl, her Instagram handle is at we wore what, and she just opened up yesterday saying she's, you know, this stereotypical, beautiful woman. She owns a fashion brand saying how much she struggles with body image and saying, you know, I just want you to know that I edit all my photos and I smooth out my cellulite and I remove my tummy, which I don't even think she has any of those things. I can't even like, regardless, the images that we're seeing, they look so real, but they're not necessarily real. And it can cause huge image. It it, it can cause huge self-esteem issues and really, really mixed up relationships with our body and food. I used to be just like, like Jordan, like even growing up, like the celebrities. Yeah. There were like the, 
the the famous you know world famous models that were kind of you know that were in ads that were photoshopped now it's like the people that we seem to connect with more are like local smaller influencers yeah. that you know that don't make that aren't in movies and in Calvin Klein ads but they're like local small you know people that you kind of connect with more yeah but even they're face tuning their faces mm. so it's even worse than it was before where you now think the girl next door that you connect with is now like now perfect yeah. so it's like compounded like i just feel like it's like i can't even believe it's real life as a guy i, I remember it was brad pitt in the 90s and he was so cool and now you look back and he was like thin and like you know this cool guy and he smoked and i i wanted to smoke because, because brad of brad pitt, pitt. Yeah. And every cool actor I saw, so it influenced me and the pressure. So that's I, that's why I started smoking in high school because I saw cool actors doing it. Well, oh. it's not just women who are impacted yeah. by the messages that we receive in media. It's just that we receive a different message. For men, and we're starting to have this conversation a lot more, you're told to be the tough guy, to never be emotional, to be strong, to have like a big bank account, to do X, Y, and Z, to have the nice car, whatever it is. And so... The, the messages that we receive from media are impacting both sexes. As you said, like you started smoking because you're seeing these cool guys doing that. Yeah. And, um, and so it's just recognizing, you know, how it's impacting us, how it's pulling us further away from true happiness and true love and connection and the things that we're craving. And then moving forward with some tools to help us manage that. Can I ask you about your story? Yeah. Erin from Raw Beauty Talks. We'll come back. We'll ask her about her personal journey. And also, if you are someone who's in pain, you're having a hard time, you don't know where to begin, Erin's um, going to give us a couple steps on where to start to get your mind in the right space. That's next on Z95.3. This is the Kid Carson Show. Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. Erin in studio. Erin from the Instagram account that you probably already follow, Raw Beauty Talks. Over 100,000 followers. She interviews some incredible people. And she's kind of helping to lead the charge in, you know, positive body image and feeling good about yourself. And I wanted to talk to you about your own personal journey and what brought you to this place uh, as an influencer who helps other women feel good about themselves. It's a standard story of your purpose coming from something that was your greatest pain. I mentioned briefly in high school, my body changing and all of a sudden not really feeling at home in my body. I started to compare myself to these images that I saw in magazines and decided that my butt, my hips were a little bit too big and then proceeded to kind of read all the things that I could about dieting and how to lose weight and how much do models weigh and all of this stuff. And that led me down a path of restricting what I was eating very quickly went from a diet mindset to a full on eating disorder. I ended up hospitalized with anorexia uh, in between grade 11 and 12 for about three months. Hospitalized. Oh yeah. Wow. Like inpatient program and you eat every single meal at a table with people who are watching you to make sure that you actually eat it. You sleep there. I mean, I was so sick when I went into the hospital. I didn't really have any weight to lose at the end of the day before this even started. And so, you know, I'd lost my period. My organs were shutting down. They told me you probably never have kids based on what's happening with your body. Wow losing my hair. I mean, it was not a good situation at all. And I knew that I was too skinny. So some girls, when they're struggling with an eating disorder, they look in the mirror and even though they're tiny, they're seeing that they, they feel like they're really large. I knew that I was too skinny and I desperately wanted to stop, but I couldn't 
stop that thought process in my mind that was counting calories, telling me not to eat, telling me to skip the next meal. So going into the hospital was incredibly scary, but also the biggest blessing of my life because Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to get my body back to a healthy space where I could think again. And I really began this process of starting to understand who I was um, as a person, what was really important to me, what were my tools for success and finding happiness. Um, When I left the hospital, it wasn't like, you know, three months, you're done, you're good for the rest of your life by any means. I went through that lovely roller coaster of your 20s where you're trying to figure out who your friends are, how to make money, where you want to live, what your style is, what your purpose is, all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and my relationship with my body was still a roller coaster then. I I never really knew how to eat in a way that was intuitive. And so I would still sort of restrict what I was eating during the day. And then at night I would overeat and like eat everything I could get my hands on and then feel so ashamed and then start all over again the next day. Restricting, mm-hmm. overexercising, which is a pattern so many people are in these days. So yeah. many people in this diet cycle, I call it eat, repent, repeat. And um, it wasn't until I started working with my own life coach and really starting to identify, okay, how do I want to feel in my life? Who do I want to show up as? And then how do I start taking the steps to getting there that real change started to happen. I was going to ask you what it was that helped you get on the right path, whether it was a book or a show, or you said life coach though. Uh, you, uh, it was a number of things. Yeah. I think with any of this stuff, it's always about like a hundred million little shifts. We all look for the answer. Like we all want that one thing. We just want to do the juice cleanse and then feel good in our life. Or like, we right. just want to, you know, yeah. jump on that gym path. And if we lose a bit of weight, then our whole life will be sorted out. It's always a number of things. Mm -hmm. It's about who you follow on Instagram. It's about going to therapy. It's about taking anti-anxiety medication. It's about doing the life coaching. It's about having that hard conversation. It's, it's all the little things. And so often when we're looking for happiness and looking for success, we, we really focus on these superficial things. Like if I just had more money or if I just had that cute outfit, then I'd feel better. And what I really have learned on my own journey is that feeling good and being happy and having confidence is an inside job. We can't find those things. We cannot outsource any of those feelings. We Mm -hmm. have to start to find them within. And when we do, when we start to tap into happiness and joy and success and um, all of those emotions, everything else externally in our life starts to fall into place. Your body lands at a happy weight. The relationships that you start to attract into your life are the healthy ones. Mm -hmm. Um, You start to find more joy out of things like exercise and movement. And so it's, it's complicated because we're constantly sold these concepts or things that are the quick fixes. It's nonstop. It's nonstop. I mean, you can't even catch your breath. You can't turn anywhere and see. So for someone who, by the way, I want to take a moment and say how awesome it is that you're just sitting here and sharing all this with like, two 40 year old guys in a room. (laughs) Is that weird? I mean, I love these kind of conversations. Like when my wife has friends over, I always sit in and I like to be a part of this kind of, but I mean, you're sitting in a room with like two dudes. You do, you sit in the middle and (laughs) I'd be like, get out of here. (laughs) If I was your wife. (laughs) Well, I pour the wine. I try to be, I I bring the snacks. (laughs) You peek around the corner. Just sits down. (laughs) What are you guys talking about now? Oops, sorry. (laughs) Like why? I just, you know, is that weird? Like to, is this a conversation most of you would have with women? Like you're just with two guys you don't know. Is that, you know? I feel so comfortable right now, but cool. my husband's in his forties and we talk so much about this thing. And I'm also just very vocal about it. So I feel like 
all our couple friends, their husbands know that Aaron comes with this kind of conversation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if no, you have great. me over for dinner, we it's might go talk. there. Yeah, it's real, it's, real, it's real talk. It's amazing. I was going to ask you if you are the person right now that's hurting and in pain and you're just like in that maybe space that you were when you were younger or you're the, the parent of a teen that, you know, is like kind of going through a thing. Yeah. Where's like the first starting point? Like you're just at ground zero. I noticed you mentioned it depends on who you follow on Instagram. There's a lot of little things. What would be the first piece to go, okay, I'm going to start one foot in front of the other, getting my life back on track, getting in a good space. What would be the first step? You know, I think that finding somebody that you can talk to is going to be the most impactful step that you can take. And so there are a number of different spaces that you can go to, whether it is a therapist, whether it's following raw beauty talks and sliding into my DMs, send me a message, whether it is, um, maybe you're not comfortable talking to somebody at first, but following people on uh, Instagram or TikTok, if that's your jam or wherever it is that start to inspire you. There's also so many YouTube videos right now that can help start to get you in the right mindset. You know, the saying you are who you surround yourself with. Mm. If you don't feel like you're surrounded right now with the people that you need to be surrounded with media and YouTube can, and uh, stuff like your show can start to surround you with voices that are going to empower you and lead you in the right direction. So yeah. be mindful of the media that you're consuming for sure. And your Instagram account is a great place to start. Rob Beauty Talks. And you do a lot of like interviews and like Instagram lives with some really other women in the space who are kind of leading the charge along with you. Who, who are some of your favorite? Um, can you think of an influencer or two that you especially loved interviewing or you think is a great influence? Oh, there's so many women. I mean, at the end of the day, when you start talking to anybody, everybody has a story hmm. behind their Instagram page. I say our podcast takes you behind the highlight reel of the individuals that we interview to talk about wellness and self-love and confidence and body image. So, I mean, a couple of people that stand out would be Caitlin Bristow, who was a former bachelorette. Yeah, she's awesome. And she is just so real and raw our conversations always go back to you know her struggle with anxiety and taking anti-anxiety medication which is something i'm starting to talk about more um it's something that i have had to lean on myself as well and there's such a stigma around it but it can be such a helpful tool in helping people to be able to cope and to be able to show up to do uh, all of these self-care tools that we talk about right um so caitlin jenna kuchar uh, Sarah from the Birds Papaya is amazing. Oh yeah, I've, I follow her. Garcelle Beauvais, I just interviewed from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she was hilarious. Uh, there's so, I mean, there's so many. Yeah. I interview health professionals, so some of the episodes are very focused on tools so that you can listen to it and then take away tools that you can apply to your life. And then some of them are just conversational and, and chatting with other yeah. women. Follow Erin on her Instagram account, Raw Beauty Talks. And of course, you've got the podcast. Yeah. And uh, you're just all around awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you so awesome. much for having me. Give it up for Aaron. <laughs> you can clap for yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. It makes it sound like there's more people here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. This is the Kid Carson Show. On Zed. Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. Hey, feeling good. Woo! Like I should. Good morning. Winning. We've got this cool uh, text club that we started recently. 
And uh, basically, it's it's a number you can text. You know, DMs. I don't know about you, man, but DMs are for grandparents now. DMs are out. Texting is new. You'll notice a lot of the big celebrities, actually. Even J-Lo. What's old is new again, because texting was a big thing years yeah. ago. Yeah, and then okay. DMs come in. But the social media platforms that are popular keep switching. Right. You know, and people are trying to maintain, bring over their follow their followers over like a new thing. And it's constantly, and as you become old, uh, becomes harder to learn the new thing. So the texting thing is now becoming a huge, I think P. Diddy, J-Lo, oh. Gary Vaynerchuk, some of the big, you know. Isn't People Justin Bieber doing it? Ashton Kutcher? I think so, yeah. yeah. They've all got text numbers now. So I jumped on the bandwagon. I got a text number, which is great because it's so easy. So perfect example this morning, like 6 a.m., I get a text from one of our listeners. I, it just buzzes in my pocket. I pull my phone out, and uh, this woman, Kayla, sends me a message. It's not like I have to go to Instagram and go through my DMs. It's just like a nice little bzz, bzz. I pull it out. She responds to something she heard on the show, and it's amazing. So I'm going to share with you what Kayla from Port Moody just sent me moments ago, only through the text club. You got it? Got it. Um, Have have I plugged the text club enough? Should I give the phone number? Yeah. (laughs) Let me give the phone number first, okay? It is, um, let me check. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want you texting some random person, you know, at 6 a.m. It is 604-337-0968. It comes directly to me. I don't let Jordan see them. No. I don't want him sending you pervy shots and stuff. I don't know what he, I don't know what you do. As if. Anyways, Kayla this morning from Port Moody sent me this link. She's like, "Kid, um, check this out. This website is pretty wild. It's it's whichfaceisreal.com." And so what happens is you get like two faces. And um, okay, there's an example. Whichfaceisreal.com. One is computer generated. And one is a real photo of someone. Oh, okay. So I'll have it on my phone. I'm going to hand it to you. I have to guess which one? It's, it's actually a fun game to play. So you have to look at the two photos, okay? It's which fit. Put on your glasses. Oh, my God. You're so old. <laughs> put on your glasses. And it says it's whichfaceisreal.com. Okay. One is a little kid. One is a woman with like a Britney Spears mic. Now, the, now the game is you have to tap the one you think is real, I think. Is that what it says there? Okay. I think I'll be good at this. And it'll tell you. Okay. Play again? What? God, you guessed wrong. See? That happened to me too. So, so the little kid so is... So computers are so... There's like some computer programs that can generate uh, pretend faces. Like they look like photos of real people, but the, the, they're people that don't exist. They're just computer generated. And they look exactly like photos of people. That's how good graphics are becoming. Remember I said it's the eyes that you can tell? Yeah. Like the, the, the dead eyes. They haven't mastered that yet. That's pretty good. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Anyways, it's it's like if uh, it's a fascinating thing to share with your friends today. Yeah, that's cool. Um, What's the site again? Just share this. You know, if you got a, a WhatsApp group of friends, just um, uh, share this with your group. You, your friends will love this. It's called whichfaceisreal.com. Make sure you tell them that uh, Kid Carson, Jordan McCloskey hooked you up with the link. Okay. Well, and and we your listener, use, we can use all the press we can get. <laughs> okay. Who was the listener that told you about it? This was Kayla. Kayla, she's the Kayla one. Kayla from Port Moody. Yeah, yeah, she's the one. You're right. Give credit to Kayla. Fine. <laughs> Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. Special guest in studio, Oyeta. Am I saying it right? Yes. Oh, my God. It's a miracle. Oyeta, exactly. When I get it on the first try, I honestly, I'm so proud of myself. I write it in my diary. I'm the worst with names. So I <laughs> well, get, I you got get, it right. I get excited. <laughs> Oyeta, O-Y-E-T-A. Oyeta. Yeah. Exactly. And you are the founder of a cosmetic company. Yeah, Okoko Cosmetique. Okoko Cosmetique. Yes. Oh, not, not cosmetics. 
Cosmetique. Cosmetique. Uh, yeah, the brand name is in French. Oh, <laughs> fancy. It sounds more like, 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 like France, Montreal. <laughs> Montreal, exactly. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, Coco Cosmetique. Cosmetique. Oh, Coco Cosmetique. Yeah. It's like you don't say Montreal, right? You say Montreal. Yeah, I guess Montreal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, there you go. So does that mean you're originally from Montreal? I am. Um, yeah. Um, I've been here f uh, for five years. Yeah. So um, I grew up in Montreal. I'm from back east, like you guys. Yeah. yeah. It takes a while to get used to it out here a little bit. Especially Quebec, too. Especially coming from Quebec. I mean, for us, it was Ontario, Toronto. You know, it's, it's so European. In yes. Quebec. I would say that the people are different. You know, um, we have a, uh, a bigger community in Montreal. People are very warm, welcoming. If you're new to the city, it's easy to feel... Um, included, you yeah. know, and and kind of fit within a group. I find in Vancouver, if you're not, if you were not raised or you didn't grow up here, sometimes it can be harder to, um, you know, make friends, make connections. People here seem to be a bit more polite, um, whereas people back east are just like, hey, let's be friends a right away. Wild. Yeah. Now, yeah, unless unless you yeah. don't speak French, sometimes I had that issue. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, hey, how's it going? And they wouldn't talk to me. I'd be like, all right, I guess I got to say bonjour. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> no, it's true. Like, yeah, that's one of the, the criticisms of Vancouver is like, when I first moved here, someone said like, very cliquey, a little bit. Like everyone's kind of got their little groups and stuff. So it's, it can be difficult. Yeah. But, uh, well, I'm glad you're here. You got this company going and you've got things rocking. Yeah. So it's cool. So tell us about it. We make spa professional spa products such as oh. face mask. Think um, mud, like face mud. Um, you know when you go to a spa, they apply those uh, muddy masks on your yeah. face, like um, detox charcoal masks. So we make this kind of product, charcoal masks, uh, beauty bombs. We make body scrubs, uh, perfume oils, uh, lip balms as well. So I would say that our products would fit inside a luxury spa. So Oh, very yeah. cool. So do you do like direct to consumer or are you direct to business both both um most yeah. of our business come from retailers and wholesalers uh the last this year we started focusing on on direct to consumers um in canada and it's going very well for us we're actually growing fast and uh one of my main challenge right now is to keep up with uh, the demand and yeah. scale up efficiently and do you guys make perfumes too we do. We do. Okay, because I want to make sure when she walked in, like, you smell it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, because it's yeah. Too, like you said, it's smell, two guys yeah. in here. It was like a class yeah. to place up. Normally, all I can smell, honestly, normally all I smell all morning is Jordan's beard oil. Oh. You know no, but it's good. It's and from it's Italy. Like, it sounds like a... I was actually going to ask you, do you do beard oil? <laughs> but no, it's good. It's from Italy. My wife, actually, you're talking about skincare spa stuff, got me into this uh, snail oil thing for my, my face. It was from Korea. Do you guys do any of that snail oil stuff? Because I'm out of it. We don't do snail oil. Because <laughs> it's supposed Sorry. to be so good. Yeah. You should look into that. I mean, you, really pro you probably gear it mostly towards women? Um, mostly towards women. But we do have a men's line uh, launching in the fall. Because yeah. our customers, husbands and partners yeah. were asking, what about me? And customers were complaining that their husband were using their products. I <laughs> so that's what I do. I, honestly, I find that in the last like 10 years. I've noticed that a lot of like, because you would never see guys wearing like talking about moisturizing and stuff like that, but it's becoming a thing, right? Like I've heard that the men's kind of cosmetic line is, is going to explode over the next couple of years. It is. I personally think that's where the, the, the demand um, in terms of future growth, I think men's natural skincare uh, products is going to be very popular. Yeah. There's already a few brands um, 
kind of starting to to take over that market but i believe that it's it's a great market to focus on and that's why um you know next fall we're planning on launching our first products for men right on. congratulations cool. that's really cool <laughs> thank you it always starts the same way like the, the guys like the husband's in the shower or whatever and then he like sees all these crazy potions like on the shelf and you know there are his <laughs> wife's there's eight different things you don't know what they do and then you just try one Eight What's different things. What? Eight different things. Eight. My wife, it's like eighty different things. Okay. I was <laughs> trying to be. I was trying to be. Yeah, yeah. It is like scrubs and all sorts of things. So that's yes. that's how I find it for my wife. And then I'm like, I need this. This is you amazing. You use skincare products? I do. I well, you can't tell. <laughs> wow! Wow! It's been nice I meeting you. You have great I skin, to be nice honest. Meeting you. Unbelievable. I, got so, I was like a little bit like me. I've been secure too. I was like, hopefully she doesn't look at me and judge me. That yeah, was like, just a catch. I do. By moisturizing, like I think, yeah, you should, it makes a huge difference, right? It does. I'm 100 years old. You just don't know that. <laughs> I, I actually look young for my age. So that's amazing. Well, that's really. I'm really excited for you. That's Thank awesome. you so much. How do you find it being like a? How do you find it growing locally in Vancouver? Is it is it a good place to to grow a business or is it hard? Um, I think it's a good place. Vancouver is known in Canada to be that place where people are health conscious. People are into you know um, clean living, healthy lifestyle, yoga. So for our brand. Being based here, I, I find makes sense uh, because we are a natural brand, mm-hmm. and you know Vancouver is also known for the scenery and and the nature views that we don't have back east. At least not as nice as here, yeah. and that's probably why I'm still here. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The <laughs> winters, honest. the winter, the winters are a lot better here than they are. Yeah, in Quebec that's why or we're Ontario. All <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right on. Okay, so if someone, so you do direct to consumers. So if someone wants to check out your stuff, uh, what's the website? Uh, com. And Okoko is with K, right? Yeah. It's O-K-O-K-O. Yeah. Okay. And then Cosmetique.com. Right on. Well, it's been really <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank All you right. so much. Oh, yeah. That was easier than I thought. You're listening to The Kid Carson Show on Vancouver's best mix of the 90s to now. Sad.